Vavadar. Tzadik, his life. 209.83 Examine the Rebbe's lessons carefully in conjunction with this vision, and you will understand more amazing illusions. You will see the wonders of God to the degree your perception reaches, and you will see how deep are his thoughts. Yet even if we do succeed in finding certain illusions, the entire vision remains sealed and mysterious, infinitely so. Nonetheless, whatever we can glean will benefit us greatly spiritually. It is a wonderful thing for a person to immerse himself in the words of our Holy Rebbe. There is no one to compare with him. It is impossible to praise him without detracting from his splendor, God forbid, because to add is to diminish, as in the story of the king who possessed vast stores of gold, yet they praised him for his silver. Masechet Brachot 33b Wherever you find some praise for the Rebbe, you must understand that it is nothing, not even a drop in the ocean, compared to his true greatness. It is impossible to praise him adequately, because he was completely concealed from human understanding. Even great Sadiqim in their own right are unable to fathom his greatness. We simply have no comprehension of him at all, except for the little we can pick up from the awesome Torah teachings revealed in his holy books and the wondrous stories and visions presented here. Each person can form a small estimate of where the Rebbe's exalted power and holiness reach. Happy is the man born of a woman who is worthy of such a level, climbing ever higher. The mouth cannot utter it, nor the heart conceive it. And even if we could relate a fraction of his praises from what we saw in our eyes at the present time, discretion prompts us to remain silent because of the intensity of the opposition. Additional Comments Regarding the incident in the vision where they requested a blade, the blade of death, and the one holding the sword refused to give it, and then they requested a different blade, and he also refused, this signifies that they wanted to punish the wicked with the sword and with death, but he did not want to give them this strength. Accordingly, they went on to request that at all events he should entrust them with another punishment to use against the wicked, but he was wholly opposed to granting their requests. At this time... All this came about because of the commanders' mistake in throwing their merits up to the light. His Wisdom, 77 The world is full of strife. There are wars between the great world powers. There are conflicts within different localities. There are feuds among families. There is discord between neighbors. There is friction within a household between man and wife between parents and children. Life is short, and people die every day. The day that has passed will never return, and death comes closer every day. But people still fight, and never once remember their goal in life. All strife is identical. The friction within a family is a counterpart of the wars between nations. Each person in hit. Each person in a household is the counterpart of a world power, and their quarrels are the wars between those powers. The traits of each nation are also reflected in these individuals. Some nations are known for anger, others for bloodthirstiness. Each one has a particular trait. The counterparts of these traits are found in each household. You may wish to live in peace. You have no desire for strife, 
Still you are forced into dispute and conflict. Nations are the same. A nation may desire peace and make many concessions to achieve it, but no matter how much it tries to remain neutral, it can still be brought up in war. Two opposing sides can demand its allegiance until it is drawn into a war against its will. The same is true in a household. Man is a miniature world. Zohar 3, 33b. Tikkun Ezor, number 69, 100b. His essence contains the world and everything in it. Again, his essence contains the world and everything in it. A man and his family contain the nations of the world, including all their battles. Sefer Midot, Torah Study A There are three things over which God cries each day, one of which is a person who has the ability to study Torah but does not. Through understanding, one merits repenting. It is forbidden to teach the wonders of God to a wicked person. Only a great person may learn from a wicked individual. Others may not. Diligent study surpasses the fulfillment of even all the mitzvot. Whoever has no wife has no good, namely Torah. That which a person studies on his own cannot match that which he learns from a teacher. The Holy One takes no pleasure from the Jews being judged unfavorably. Whenever a person feels love for a Torah scholar, the Torah returns that love to him and his descendants. Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson 49 4. When a person's heart is hollow, as in the verse, My heart is hollow within me, then his heart is wide open with wisdom, and by this he rectifies the creation which is formed by wisdom, which are good thoughts. But when he entertains bad thoughts, God forbid, which are the stupidity of his heart, as in the phrase, The foreskin of your heart, Deuteronomy 10.16, which Unkelos translates as the stupidity of your heart, he thereby clogs up his heart. Accordingly, he also clogs up the aspect of the vacated space of the creation, which was formed through wisdom, and he spoils it, and it is considered as if he destroyed the world. Conversely, when a person thinks good thoughts, this is like rectifying the entire creation. Furthermore, if he purifies his heart, banishing from it bad thoughts and thinking good thoughts, he will thereby merit to be able to renew the act of creation and to perform miracles in the world. This is the explanation of the teaching. One who wishes to bring a wine libation should fill the throats of Torah scholars with wine. Masechet Yoma 71a For the throats of Torah scholars correspond to the holes located at the sides of the altar that were bored and hollowed out down to the abyss to receive wine libations. Masechet Sukkah, 49a. These hollowed-out holes correspond to the state described by the verse, My heart is hollowed within me, since the abyss is the heart and the windpipe. Zohar 3, 227b. The abyss, Tehom, also suggests the idea of miracles, since everyone marvels at something miraculous. As we see in the verse, the entire city marveled. Tehom, Megillat Rut, 119. Therefore, the tzaddik whose heart is wide open with wisdom 
which is an aspect of my heart is hollow within me, and rock of my heart, is thereby able to renew the act of creation and to perform miracles. As it says in the morning prayers, who with his good constantly renews the creation every day. His good refers to the tzaddik, who is called good, as in, say to the tzaddik that he is good. Isaiah 3.10 Furthermore, our sages of blessed memory taught ornaments, chalaim, the handiwork of a craftsman, Song of Songs 7.2 These are the holes at the sides of the altar that were hollowed out, mechulalim, Masichetsuka 49a. And the handiwork of a craftsman refers to the craftsmanship of the Holy One, blessed be he, which is the aspect of the creation of the world and the heart of the tzaddik. 5. This also relates to the teaching of our sages to serve him with all your heart. Which service is in the heart? This is prayer. Masechet Ta'anit 2a. For prayer is primarily dependent on the heart. That is, a person should put his whole heart into his prayers and tightly bind his thoughts to the words of the prayers so that his heart is not far from the words he is saying. Rather, he should truly hear what he is saying. Through this, God's kingship is revealed and magnified and the kingship of evil falls. Great vitality, influx, wealth, and boundless blessing are evoked. And through this, a spiritual unification is effected above and below. Such a person also merits the revelation of the hidden Torah of the Ancient One. For prayer is the concept of the kingship of David, as it is written, I am prayer, Vanitefila, Psalms 109.4. And prayer in the heart is the revelation of God's kingship within the vacated space in the heart. Nabi Nachman's Stories The Exchanged Children Having a weak character, the midwife told someone the secret of how the boys were exchanged. One friend has another, and in the usual manner, the secret was passed from one to another until everyone was speaking about how the king's son had been exchanged. Of course, people did not speak about it openly, since they did not want the king to hear about it. They did not want the king to know about it, since the king could not do anything. There was no remedy. He could not believe the rumor, since it might have been false, and he could not exchange the boys again. Therefore, the report could not be revealed to the king, since the people spoke about it among themselves. Letter number 107, with God's help, Sunday, Bamidbar, 5593. My dear beloved son, I received your letter today and I was very pleased, especially in that you wrote that you are drawing strength from the little bit of good that you grab every day. May God be with you and may he strengthen your heart to add light, holiness and understanding each day. All else is vanity. As for your writing in every letter that you go through so much every day, even though on the one hand it pains me to hear this, I do have some consolation in that I know that it is inevitable that every person should suffer all this. I take joy in the positive side when I see from your words that you draw fortitude from the Rebbe's holy words and advice. Be strong, my son. Be strong. Be sure to remember at all times that what is important is now and that you, with God's help, 
have a broad pair of shoulders to lean on. Look, see, and understand what you would do if you did not have such power and advice and how unbearable the world's bitterness would be. Remember well the holy words which the Rebbe revealed to us. L'Ikutemoir on 1, 23, 2 and 5. That the love of money is the bitterness of the world. It is more bitter than death and is the result of the blemish of the covenant. The only way to sweeten this bitterness, he says, is through the eternal covenant of salt, which is the truth tzaddik. Know and believe that the entire world is full of bitterness, much more than you are experiencing. What can we return to God for enabling us to know about the truth tzaddik, the foundation of the world, who sweetens the bitterness of the whole entire world? As for those people who take refuge in his shade, and draw close to him, their bitterness is surely sweetened even more. As for those who manage to snatch some advice and some good through his holy ways, how much more so? Happy are we, and how fortunate is our lot, to have merited this. Rejoice and be glad over this moment of every day, and flee from the confusion and dismay you are experiencing to thoughts of Torah and prayer, joy and faith and new strength in God's kindness and great eternal compassion. The carrier of this letter is in a great rush, so I cannot go on. I wait constantly for God's salvation, that we will be able to pray in our study hall this coming Rosh Hashanah. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Extend greetings to my friend Rabbi Nachman, the grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe. Speak with him often, as much as he wishes, which is also God's will. The saintly Rabidl, may his light shine, from Medvedevka, came here for Shabbat, and we will set out from here tomorrow, God willing. Thank God everything is as it ought to be, with God's help. And thank God my son-in-law, may he live, finds favor with God and man. May God help us and carry us through to a good end all the kindness he is doing us in all spheres. Here, too, we can see the greatness of God's kindness and the great power of prayer. For one of the Mitnagdim opponents has admitted the truth. This is only effected through prayer. The words of your father, who awaits constantly for your salvation. Nathan of Breslev. Letter 346. With thanks to God, Friday, Parashat Kedushim, 5601. My dear beloved son, I received your letter today through the messenger. I already wrote to you a letter yesterday and sent it with the carriage driver, with whom, thank God, I arrived here safely. I have nothing new to tell you right now, and besides, I do not have time, due to the preparations in honor of Shabbat, and because the deliverer of this letter is in a hurry. May God guide me safely on the straight and true path. May we merit at least from now on to depart from the defilement of Egypt, which includes all other exiles, and in particular, the exile of the soul. Thus, may each of us merit to purify himself of bad thoughts and extraneous confused ideals, and at all times to bind his thoughts with all his might to the Torah and to God. For no matter how much each person's thoughts wander off in conclusion, they are nonetheless in his control at all times. Everything depends on one's thoughts being holy, since everything is refined on the level of thought. Zohar 2.254 And this applies to every single Jew. There is a very great deal to discuss with you about this, but there is not enough time, nor is there space on the page. 
the main thing is that all my words should have a positive effect on you, and not the opposite, God forbid. They should not increase your downheartedness, God forbid, but on the contrary, they should bring you to fortify yourself to be happy with all your might. For we already know that the Rebbe said that sadness is extremely harmful in the area of confusing and evil thoughts, God forbid. We must turn grief and sighing into happiness and joy. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Nassan of Breslov. Shemot HaTzadikim Names of Tanaim and Amoraim Samach Sava, Sava de Pumpadita Sava de Sura Sava Karuya O Saruya Sava de Agrunia Sava de Nazunia Sava de Be Rav Hamnuna Ben Sabar Rabbi Sovia Suma Bar Katva Sumchus Suchav Bar Papa Av Sechora, Rabbi Sidur, Silni, Rav Sima Breda Rav Idi, Rav Sima Bar Ashi, Rabbi Simai, Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Simon Ben Zavdi, Rabbi Simon Detari, Rabbi Simon Breda Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi, Rav Simon Omer Abanan Sevorae, Rav Sise, Rav Sala Chasida, Rav Sama Bar Rav Yirmia, Rav Sama Breda Rav Mari, Rav Sama Breder Ava, Rav Sama Breder Rav Yeva, Rav Sama Bar Yehuda, Rav Sama Berav Asi, Rav Sama Bar Chelkai, Rav Sama Bar Rakta, Rav Sama Breder Rav Misharshia, Rav Sama Berav Ashi, Rav Samai, Rabbi Samia, Sam Leon, Abba Samokid, Rav Seura Achua Derava, Rav Safra, Rav Safra Breder Rav Yeva, Rav Safar Bar Tuvia, Rav Safar Berav Seuram, Ada, Names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Ein, Ada, Rav Ovadia, Oved Gelilaa, Rabbi Uziel Breder Rav Nechunia de Bet Chavran, Rabbi Uziel Bar Uziel, Mishmed Uziel Rabba, Rabbi Avera, Ula, Rav Ula Breder Rav Ilai, Rav Ula Bar Ashi, Rav Ula Bar Abba, Ula Bar Chinna, Ula bar Yishmael, Rav Ula bar Rav Idi, Ula bar Menashia, Ula bar Rav, Ula de Kisrin, Ula Bira'a, Ula bred Rabbi Elazar, Ula Shachbar, Ula Chazana, Mar Ukva, Mar Ukva bar Avchia, Rabana Ukva, Rav Ukva Mimeshan, Rav Ukva bar Abba, Ukvan bar Nechemia Resh Galuta, Rabbi Ukva, Rav Ukva bar Chama, Rav Ukvar Bar Chinna Miparshina Rav Ukvar Miparshunya Ukvar Nabavli 1. Prayer number 81.79 Master of the world, grant me a miracle so that I will not be like the dead even in my lifetime. Help me attain complete repentance, the repentance of the Holy Shabbat. Help me place myself permanently within the world of Torah and divine service. May I spend all my days in repentance, so that even during the six days of the week, I will be absorbed into the holiness of the Shabbat. By means of that holiness, may I recognize how lowly I am. Grant me true humility, to be even lower in my eyes than I really am. At any rate, 
may I not rise above myself and overestimate myself, but recognize that I am on a level that is immeasurably humble. May no hidden pride reside in my heart. Save me from egotism, haughtiness, and coarseness of spirit, humility, and loving the Jewish people. My Father in heaven, help me to attain the ability to see with the eyes of Shabbat, so that I will be able to recognize my lowliness, so that I, I am infinitely low. Nevertheless, my ulterior motives and boundless pride confuse my mind, so that I do not know anything of humility. Hashem, you know my heart. You know how disgrace, shame, and humiliation torment me. Help me return to you with complete repentance. Rescue me from egotism, haughtiness, and an arrogant spirit. Help me attain true humility until I will see how small I am and how great the holy people of Israel are. And may I dedicate myself to them always. For the seventh of Adar, the anniversary of the death of Moshe Rabbeinu. May we not impede the coming of the Mashiach. A number of times in the past, with our evil deeds and many sins, we obstructed his coming and lengthened the exile. Now tell our troubles enough. Keep us from committing any more sins, from engaging in any more evil thoughts, and from suffering any more confusion. Help us attain pure, holy, lucid, and proper thoughts. Bring me close to you. Help me walk before you on a straight path. Transform me from evil to absolute good. Turn my heart to you. Help me attain true and eternal goodness. He sets my feet upon the rock. He firmly establishes my steps. May I be set forever in your service, in your Torah, and in the fear of you. He causes me to lie down upon lush meadows. He leads me alongside the tranquil waters. He restores my spirit. He leads me upon paths of justice for the sake of his name. Help me to come close to the truths that he came, to wholehearted people whose hearts are upright. Send us a true leader, a faithful shepherd like Moses, who will carry us as the nurse carries the suckling child until he will bring us to holiness and repentance. Quickly redeem us. Bring us our righteous Mashiach. Help us live in accordance with your beneficent will all the days of our lives. May we realize the verse, trust in Hashem and do good, dwell in the land and shepherd with faith. Bring us back to you, Hashem, and we will return to you, renew our days as old. Hashivenu Adonai Lecha Venashuva Chadesh Yamenu Kekedem Prayer number 82, 77 my spirit thirsts for God, for the living God. When will I come and see the face of God? Your compassion is abundant, Hashem. Give me life in accordance with your judgment. Master of the world, help me attain complete heartfelt repentance motivated by love. Then forgive all my sins so that no impression will be left of them at all. Moreover, may they be transformed into merits. Help me attain a state of mind that is holy, clear, pure, and clean of dross, like silver refined seven times. May I constantly renew my mind with sanctity and purity, so that I always learn and teach Torah with a mind that is clean and pure. May I swiftly understand everything that I learn, so that I do not need to delve into it at all. 
May my mind grow in holiness and energy with purity and clarity. May I be swift in the work of heaven and understand everything in the words of your holy Torah quickly, without any confusion whatsoever. Knowing when to study Torah. Teach me how to act in every aspect of my life, particularly in my Torah study, so that I will know when to learn Torah and when to set it aside in order to keep my mind fresh and holy in accordance with your beneficent will, so that I do not engage in too much learning, which would harm my mind. As the verse states, it is a time to act for Hashem. They have violated your directives. Our sages explain that this means that at times the nullification of Torah is its preservation. I am more animal than man, and I lack human understanding. I have no idea how to conduct myself in this matter in accordance with your will. Therefore, at times, I set my learning aside entirely when I shouldn't do so. And at other times, my soul burns so fervently so that I would learn without cease. But that, too, is not good, because it is your will to place boundaries on everything.